And welcome to Night TV Radio, Andrew. Hi, how you doing? Now, just a, a few words to our listeners. Introduce yourself to our listeners because you're very fast time on Night TV Radio. Yeah, that is correct. Um, hi, um, my name is Andrew Dang. I am an actor, Vietnamese Australian actor, based in Melbourne. Um, and now voice actor for the kids' show Eddie's Little Homies, and I play the role of Tao, which is one of Eddie's best friends. And we're catching up in the sidelines of the launch of uh, Little Homies, which is premiering on ITV and Netflix on the 16th of February. Well, a huge turnout outside uh, where the launch is taking place. What does it feel? Was it uh, oh, being an actor in such a popular movie? It sounds like it's going to be a very big it's, one. Um, it's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit. Um, it's funny because I walked in thinking that. Well, when I got invited, I was like, "Oh, that would be a lot of fun." Obviously, it's not too much pressure. But when I walked in, I'm like, "Oh, there's a few obligations I need to do." They, they pulled producers pulled me to a side, and they're like, "Oh, we need you to take photos." <laughs> and now, we, now I'm here doing an interview, so it's a bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It's a it's a lot of fun, but it's a bit more like oh, there's a bit of a schedule to it, which I'm, I'm getting used to. But it's great. Wow, but it's a uh, it's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. And how was it playing uh, Tal? You're obviously playing a little kid's role. You're not a kid anymore, but no, playing a little no, no, kid. No, no, no. I sound I sound 16, but I I'm 25. Um, but um, it was fun. It it's um, I I feel like I sound quite young. My voice is kind of high anyway. So um, when I went into the booth, I didn't have to change too much, which is good because I'm not like, you know, a voice artist. I don't have a lot of um, different uh, variations in my toolbox. Like I can't play like a goblin and I, I can't play like a fairy. You know what I'm saying? I just sound like me. So everything's going to be just like a version of me. And I think Tao was just like a bit more precocious and a bit like a bit higher in my voice, a bit like up here and he's talking up here. And uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was a lot of fun to um, embody that kind of uh, innocence in in the recording booth, I think. Because um, weirdly, even though he's so young, I feel like I'm quite a silly person. And it, it wasn't too hard to access that kind of playfulness when I played Tao, which was nice. And tell us about Tal, your character. Tao, Tao is a... I think he's... if Where he fits into the group is a bit of the the intellectual one, the very, very smart one. The one who is always thinking about science and um, building like new inventions and stuff like that, and he's always thinking about how he can optimize uh, the um, optimize activities and op- optimize like any of the hijinks that the group gets into to make it the best plan it can be for the group. I think. Yeah, there are so many aspects and layers to Little Homies, including uh, aspects of education and uh, learning and uh, togetherness. And another aspect, a very important one, a key component, is actually multiculturalism. Uh, the kids are from uh, various backgrounds, and the cast, uh, including yourself, you all come from indigenous or multicultural backgrounds. Tell us about your experience and uh, your input uh, into Little Homies from the perspective of uh, a multicultural actor. So I'm just going to say I'm a first-generation immigrant. My parents moved here from Vietnam after the, uh, the Vietnam War, and then I was born here. So I can only imagine that Tao's upbringing is something akin to that, someone coming from a multicultural background with immigrant parents and his grown up here, born here, and is 
learned to like uh, balance those two worlds in their in their life. I would think. I would think that's what Tao is. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who navigates both worlds. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. And I, I think when I mean from any multicultural background, I think any most, most, uh, any diaspora living in Australia, I think you're learning to balance two worlds often. Like anyone from. Um, any uh, country or nation that is not Australia but has been lucky enough to call Australia their home, I think the, there's always um, a balancing act of finding yourself in like two different worlds and um, you know finding your identity and growing up between those two worlds is what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah. And what aspect of uh, Tal uh, did you find uh, the most uh, challenging or the most enjoyable to play? I think Tal is a very passionate little kid uh, like I said he's like very passionate about science and inventions and stuff like that so um, I think he has this um, giddiness when he talks about these things that he enjoys even um, if even if he's speaking too quickly for his friends to understand him <laughs> but um, that just kind of like passion and excitement for the things that he likes I think was something very fun to for, to play yeah and can you tell us maybe a word or two about uh, voice acting? Because this is something that's done, I believe, in a studio. Whereas, you know, normal acting, you've got a set or you've got a, a physical visual context. But there you're basing this on an imagination of what the character that is, is. That is correct. I'm not sure how it's done in other studios. But for me, I was in a recording booth. I had some technicians uh, on the other side of piece of glass. And I had a director on an iPad in front of me over Zoom. And um, I had no like reference for the animations. All I had was the technicians and the director telling me that this is what's happening in the scene. This is what we think the line kind of is. So give us your version of that. And then I would do it. And then we'd do it multiple times, giving like slightly different versions until they, they felt like they had what they needed from that line. And then we moved on to the next one. So it was a very line-by-line line thing. Uh, but yeah, you're correct in that um, I didn't have any animations and I didn't have any other actors in there with me either. So I had to do a lot of creating myself um, and a lot of imagining. And um, I know it's funny we talk about voice acting and we think about, oh, it's just the way you manipulate your voice. But when I was in the booth, I found myself, you know, throwing my arms around like up and down to find the right energy because it's, if it's in my body, it's also in my voice. So I, th- I, felt, um, I felt that was really interesting when I um, was in the middle of the process. Wow. The energy, the voice of a yeah. kid. That must be really... They must give you enough space for you to be able to project. Yeah, thankfully they books. did. I yeah. think there was at one point where I, I might have accidentally knocked the mic. But yeah. But, <laughs> but you learn to, to like throw your hands out in, in the right places where you're not damaging any equipment <laughs> yeah and you know you don't have to repeat so many times because yeah, you yes. equipment, then you have to redo it now before i let you go final thoughts or um i think i'm just very excited to um have a show out there for young kids who may look like me or who may not look like uh white australians um to experience a show where they can see themselves because that's not something I had a lot growing up. So I, the, the thoughts of like young kids who are POC growing up with a show like that is very exciting to me. Um, and I'm, a, I'm a very excited that I could contribute to that, to a project like that. 
yeah, I think that's it for me. Andrew, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Talk no worries. Thank you so much, Bertrand.